It's Tuesday, January 30th, 2018. You're listening to the Kaido Cast. I'm Zach Thomas. I'm Rob. How are you doing today, Rob? I am doing better. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I've been a little down with the sickness for a couple days. <laughs> Same here, buddy. Same yeah. here. Uh, I mean, what do you have? What do you think you have? I'm pretty sure it was a one of those 24-hour stomach viruses, but this one just kind of stuck around a little longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those really suck. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm usually pretty immune to most viruses and stuff. Like, I do pretty well. Um, I don't get flu shots, not because I'm, like, a conspiracy theorist or I'm against science, but I don't get flu shots because I hate needles. <laughs> like, they, they, serious, they freak me out. Yeah. I hate needles. Um, <laughs> but this past week, I don't think I have the flu. I don't think I'm getting the flu. This past week, I've been kind of uh, just yucky, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the best way to describe it, I've been yucky and like kind of flimmy and uh, what hacky, I guess. Um, and uh, that has just led to me uh, feeling like crap. But, you know, life goes on. You take a lot of medicine, you get uh, fever dreams, and something beautiful happens after that. You uh, you feel better. You I've heard like. That. Uh, I hate whenever you're sick and it just, you start feeling like, maybe I've always been this way. Like, I'll never feel the same again. Like, <laughs> or you start getting a cough and you're like, I don't even remember what life before a cough was like. <laughs> this you is my know? new reality. Yeah, this is my new reality. I have a chronic cough now. <laughs> Do you ever hear about that guy that swallowed a toy truck whenever he was a kid? And... Like, oh, as an man. adult, yeah, he had, like, a chronic cough, and as an adult, he went to the doctor finally, and they were like, no, you just have a, a toy truck in your lungs. It's the leading cause of death in this country. Toy trucks. Mm-hmm. And lungs. Tonga trucks. Yeah. <laughs> and lungs. Yes, lungs are... Get rid of them. Why do you yeah. need them? Yeah. Who Why needs two? Need yeah. <laughs> My grandma lives on one. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't eat lettuce, so... <laughs> Don't eat Stop. lettuce, get rid of your lungs. Yes, don't eat lettuce and get rid of your lungs. I mean, what up? <laughs> um, golly, yeah, man. Like, this entire week, I've just been out of it. Um, now that we've, we're started, though, I'm, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to feel the life, uh, like, rejuvenate inside of me. Um, the blood's flowing. Dave isn't here. I can do whatever I want. I'm my own man whenever Dave's not here. I, uh, I believe in you. Yeah, I, like I like, mm, yeah. He's like my dad. Like I, I look at him as a dad, and then whenever he's gone, you know, I get to do whatever I want. I get to throw parties. I get to, I get to make Rob drink. I'm like, here you go, Rob. And Rob's like, no, I don't want to drink. I don't, don't want to drink. And I'm like, no, no, tr- take it. Believe me, you'll be fine. <laughs> Needed a um, Yeah, I, I forced you to to do bad things and. Yeah. Because Dave can't stop me. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess an update on uh, the whole the fraternity stuff from last week. Um, so we had like our first, um, like our, what's called chapter. As people and all of our listeners that are in uh, fraternities or sororities will know, you have chapter every week, uh, which is like you get together and you kind of discuss what's going on for the next week. But once you, when your pledges, you kind of... Uh, discuss like what you need to know for the next chapter and everything and what you need to bring um but this last chapter uh they're like all right you guys are all the pledges we're pretty sure because uh over last week we were also um getting the last of the people to sign up that were like wanting to rush like we bought you a 30 pack here we go (laughs) like (laughs) i was and then he was like do any of you guys not drink and i was like i i don't i really i don't i'm fine and he's like okay um, so I don't know. I really respect that they, uh, they aren't like assholes about it. And they're just like, Hey, if you don't drink, like, we're not going to force you. That's it's not smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we did that. And actually tonight at the time of this recording, I have a chapter again and I, this time we have to dress formal. And also from now on Mondays, we have to dress formal for class, which is whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with dressing formal. I have nothing, nothing, uh, nothing against slacks and like collared shirts and ties and whatever. Um, I kind of like dressing up 
I don't know. Makes you feel fresh. Yeah, nothing wrong with a good suit and tie. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never got one fitted, and I've never bought a crazy expensive one to go to a wedding. <clears throat> I can't but, say I've ever done these those things either. <laughs> I know somebody who has. Dunk on date. <laughs> da, da, da. Dunk on date. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, other than that, um, I I played a few games. I don't know about you. I've been known to play a video game or two this week. Oh, is that right? Well, is that one. what they are? It's not a it's not a video game. It's a video game. Yeah, it's kind of like video games, but only the one. Mm, we get gifs and video games. <laughs> Amen cool. that. You know what they say. A video game to one man is a video game to another. I, is that what okay? Say? So this week, <laughs> um, so this week I actually uh, I'll start out. Um, I'll start out. I'm the host. No I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, let's do this. <laughs> um, this week uh, I I touched a game called Subnautica. So you you might have heard of this game. It's been out I for have. well. Um, turned up the volume on my phone. Don't want that. No. Um, again, Dave isn't here. It's all loosey goosey. I'm sick. Whatever. We're doing this. Um, so I touched a game called Subnautica. Um, you might know this game from early access for the past, I think it's been three years. Um, oh my God. So the reason I actually checked this game out is because, uh, listener, this game came out at a time whenever survival games were literally releasing daily uh we were getting uh, like your stranded deeps we were getting your your minecraft ripoffs your subnauticas and it was just it was a nightmare there for a little bit i don't you probably remember this rob <laughs> from yes, three years ago steam, <laughs> steam just exploding with like seven days to die all of those oh, it, God, it was yeah. ridiculous which i don't know if you've ever played seven days to die but that game sucks I've heard it's kind of on the sucky side. I've only played the the PlayStation version, and like it has the same problem that a lot of people were saying Prey had, which was mm. that whenever you would turn the stick, it would feel delayed. Oh yeah, and it just it felt disgusting, and I hated it. But whatever, just, some people like it, I guess. <laughs> um, I've never tried it on the PC, so I guess uh, there's a little caveat there. Um, but anyway, so I checked out Subnautica because I never actually got in too hard on the, the survival genre, uh, or like the survival genre about three years ago. Like I've played Minecraft and all that. I played a few like Minecraft clones whenever those were hot. Um, mm. but I never really got into the realistic stuff. Um, bas- basically just long dark. I tried that out, but so this game Subnautica came out Thursday. I want to say, yes, Thursday. It was the day before uh video games day uh which was friday um (laughs) national video games day um so it came out thursday and i said hey i never checked this game out it looked pretty cool um like it's kind of the first one that i know of to really other than the long dark the long dark came out of early access but it's the first one of those that is like just blatantly at the time it was just blatantly another survival game Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't trying, it didn't seem like it was trying anything different, but, um, it finally came out and I checked it out and, uh, I can report back that I kind of like it. Um, it's a little, uh, you could definitely see the, the early access jank that's on it where, um, I kind of liken it to, uh, like a big budget game that, that reminds me of the same jank is Battlefield, uh, four, uh-huh. which is, uh, it's kind of a slap together feel where you can tell that this was once a, a certain thing. And throughout time, there has just been like a duct tape screws and like everything like <laughs> bolted onto it to hold it to, together. And it feels kind of wobbly, but it's like, uh, but it's, it's, it's better than it would, than you would think, I guess. Um, but it definitely has that feel um, of just like, I don't know. It, it has a slap together feel, but it doesn't feel cheap. I guess it, it's hard to describe. Yeah, but you could you can definitely notice it. Um, but um, like the game looks great. It's all like have you you've seen it right? Yeah, yeah. It's all underwater. Uh, it's all like sea life. Um, and your goal basically is uh, you are 
you have crash landed on this water planet. Um, you were part of the uh, Altera, I want to say it's called, um, which is like this big spaceship. And like, it's really cool because your pod drops out, has like this cool cinematic of you like flying into like, like at the planet and um, your pod, you know, you land. And then once you get out of your pod, you can actually look at the Altera uh, spaceship and it's like on fire and everything. I mean, th- like that's not new in the game, but it's it was cool for me because I hadn't really seen the game in motion a whole lot. Like I'd seen early videos and stuff. Mm. Um, but the thing that interests me most about this game is the idea that there is and like even once you kind of repair your pod, it can scan the uh, the planet and it kind of scans it. And that's how you uh, you kind of get story beats uh like really slowly throughout like creating things. And once your, your pod scans the planet, it's like, uh, it definitely looks like this, um, this planet could sub- support a Leviathan and everything. And like, there's something big on this planet that we're kind of worried about. And like the idea of like, you start out in this like shallow reef and you can just kind of keep going outwards and down. Um, and soon enough you'll be up against like, the Kraken, like that seems really cool to me. Like yeah. it's uh, it's a feeling of a uh, what's that movie? Um, the Abyss. Mm. It kind of reminds me of that, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna discover fish aliens. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far, like the crafting has been pretty easy. Um, it doesn't do a great job of um, like telling you where to find things. You kind of oh. just, I mean, which is fine. Again, like uh, like it's all about discovery. Uh, that's how like a lot of the survival games um, kind of work now, and like actually crafting stuff is it's similar in a sense to uh, like I don't know if you've ever played Space Engineers, I uh, know, but you kind of yeah you kind of just drop your items in something and it like it'll craft it itself like the, whatever um, like that that bay will kind of craft it or whatever that part of your spaceship. Um, but it's a lot faster than space engineers because crafting stuff in space engineers can take like 30 minutes and it <laughs> space engineers is very, uh, more simulation, um, based, I guess, mm. than, um, than this, because this kind of just, it, it, a, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of just builds it in front of you, like within seconds. Mm. Um, it, it fabricates it and yeah. Um, which is cool. Like, it it's cool that you don't have to wait. It's cool that you you just gather resources, go back to your ship or your pod or whatever, and then um, like craft your stuff. And eventually, you work up to like building a base, like you would in any survival game. And um, it seems like it's gonna kind of funnel me into um, like trying to get deeper and deeper, just because uh, the better resources, you know, are are deeper in the ocean and everything. Um, but yeah, like as far as like how it feels, um, like it, it feels fine. It, it seems like whenever you, it's doing um, what seems like procedural uh, or procedural generation, uh-huh. um, because once you start, it's a little choppy uh, frames wise as it like loads everything in, and then like that area will be fine afterwards. But if you keep going outwards, it'll get choppy, and then like it'll load everything in. Um, so that was kind of, it was strange because it seems like the distance is kind of short that it's like loading at. Like I would think it would load in like a kilometer or something with like a lot of these survival games, you know, they load in quite a bit and then it's fine until you get to the outer edge of that. Um, but it's been fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's also just cool to swim around in the ocean and like go through, uh, like there's these big tubes that you that you can like swim through and everything and uh like there are already um like fish that try to attack you like there are like shark equivalents um that look pretty cool and everything and and that's the other thing like a lot of the fish since it's an alien planet uh they look neat and like that's something that always kind of pulls me through a game is just like how do the monsters look like how how do these aliens look because like I want to see something that can't be on earth Right. Um, and uh, th- that's been really cool. And there's another game I've been playing that has to do with seeing some cool monsters, uh, which has been um, Monster Hunter World. 
So <laughs> this game is interesting for me anyway. Um, I was looking around before, or not before, but like after I first started, I was looking around to see if anybody was thinking the same thing I was, which is this game plays very uh, choppily on a regular PlayStation. Um, but like looking around at scores, like this game is getting nines and everything. And I was, I was baffled personally because I don't know. This is the thing that I hate about the PlayStation and the PlayStation Pro um, is that I personally am starting to feel out of date, which is, I mean, it's fine. Like the, the technology moves on. Right. Uh, Games get bigger. Like it's just kind of the natural progression. And uh, it's cool that you can still play all of the, the games that kind of take advantage of the pro and um, you can play it on either. But from my experience of playing monster hunter world, it's just like, like, I just feel at a, like, like such a, like, I'm, I feel like I'm playing a cheaper product. Basically. I feel like I'm playing the great value version of this game, (laughs) uh, which is like, it sucks, but it's also not terrible. Like it, it still looks fine. It's playing at 60, which are not 60, 30. Um, and it drops down to about like, there are times where it'll drop down to about 20, which is unfortunate. It's not, I mean, it's not the, um, the, um, um, like stop motion thing that I was getting with until dawn, but, um, <laughs> like it, it still just kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, it, it like the monsters at a distance, they they do that weird um, thing where they're not fully loaded in, so their animations are like really stilted looking. Uh huh. Which is awful. It makes it look like a PS2 game, and that's kind of been my thought throughout this. Uh, like playing the first few hours of this game, is it? It's like ah, uh, this kind of like it looks it looks modern, but it feels like a PlayStation 2 game, um, and it like has the I don't know. Something about it just feels like PlayStation 2. Um, but other than that, uh, moving on from my own gripes, <laughs> this has been a pretty cool game. Um, it's it's complicated as far as the um, like the combat goes. I don't know if it's because I've been sick and on medication and I'm like out of it. Um, I don't know if that's why it's been so hard for me to grasp or not hard, but just. Um, I don't know. It, it just feels uh, cl- like me personally. Like I feel like I'm I'm clumsily getting through fights and like accidentally dodging out of the way of of enemies and stuff. But it still feels pretty cool. Like I got a giant hammer or not hammer, a giant sword axe thing with a with a uh, shield. It's mm. been pretty cool. Um, but uh, my other personal gripe about this game is that it's very. Like, I don't know, the clipping and stuff with it is very noticeable. Like, you can just kind of... Like, there, there's one monster at the very beginning that you fight. And uh, he's called the the Great Jargus, I believe. I had a friend and, named um, that uh, in huh? high school. I had a friend by that name in high school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah Great, great Jargus. Jargus. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool dude. Whatever. Eats big monsters and then gets a big belly. So... The the thing about that though is he like he eats these monsters, his belly gets all big, and that's kind of uh like his other form or whatever. I don't know if it actually has any status effects or anything. Um but whenever that happens and his belly's all big, you can like walk into his belly, which is very strange. Like there's no collision on it. And also I was having trouble with the sneaking. I don't know if it was just because the game was bugging out. Or the servers weren't like all the way up, which we'll we'll get to that later. Mm. Um, but I was able to go into sneak mode and like, or uh, quote unquote sneak mode, just like crouch, and I was able to like walk in front of his face, and he didn't do anything. Like he didn't even he didn't react to seeing me. It was just like, oh, okay, is this like persona where if I'm sneaking, like nobody can see me just because <laughs> I'm in sneak mode. Right. Um, which was kind of a bummer. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be on this like grand hunt, and if the game isn't even taking it seriously, or like, from what I've heard, this this game is very uh, like complex and stuff. And I would think that like, whenever I'm sneaking, if I'm actually seen, and the way that they made it out to be 
at the very beginning when they teach you how to sneak is like you have to hide in a bush and then you'll you can kind of uh um get the the monsters to forget about you and run off or whatever mm. it's like okay but if i can just sneak right in front of their faces it's i don't know it's just it feels pointless and it, it's kind of upsetting um again i don't know if it was a server thing or what but because uh, this game kind of connects to servers and that was one of my other worries was that this would feel too much like a uh quote-unquote live game and that it would be like oh it's like destiny where i'm just just have my character and i kind of build them up but they do a pretty good job at making it feel uh like single player if you want it to um because uh. like you have multiple uh character slots or whatever like um and you you get to create your character with a it's a pretty good uh, character creation system and you get to create your palico which is your little cat um which is like your helper guy um oh i just got you, the pun that's really good yeah palico yep. <laughs> yep 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 and they always like whenever they talk any any uh anything that they can put meow into like come here meow <laughs> <laughs> they they totally do it um which is it's dumb and kind of funny um but yes you take your palico and everything and uh the whole premise behind this game is that an an elder dragon has or you and the the fivers which is a weird (laughs) name because there is an app or there's a there's a a service called fiverr where you hire people to make whatever you want for five dollars right i made yeah that's how i made the uh or that's how i got the the intro and outro and everything for this show which is funny um (laughs) but yeah you got the fivers they do anything for five dollars um anything these monsters but as you're going to the the new world is what they call it which i was like oh that's very fitting i guess (laughs) um as you're you're traveling to the new world uh an elder dragon kind of appears out of the water and um starts causing havoc on the new world mm-hmm. um which i i don't know if all the monster hunters have the same premise of just like no we're actually here just to check out the monsters but we have giant swords and stuff or what because like from the sounds of it the only reason that you're like killing these big monsters is because they're riled up because of the elder dragon and i'm like okay well whatever uh so if they weren't then why do i have this big sword I don't know. I guess it's to keep him in check. I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> I guess the lore doesn't matter. You're just slaying these big monsters. Um, but yeah, it, it's been fun. I haven't played like an, a whole bunch of it. I've probably played about two and a half hours, which um, like brings me to another topic, which is I don't remember the last time I played the first hour of a game, like a big game, and actually felt like, okay, if I set the controller down now, I had a pretty good play session. Like, mm. I, like I don't know if you have noticed the same thing. Like, I don't even remember the last game that I played. the The last AAA game that I played that it was like, okay, the first hour, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay to set the controller down right here. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, maybe Doom. <laughs> yeah, through, you can get through <laughs> quite a few levels of Doom in an hour. <clears throat> but. Yeah, like the first hour of this game is basically just tutorials. Like you don't even get a sword until like forty minutes in, it seems like. And yeah, <laughs> but yeah, once, this... once you start going on quests, it kind of it's it's pretty fast. Like you you take on like I don't know. It it, it felt like after about an hour in the next two hour or hour and a half or so, I did like four quests. So you're able to get in and, and do some do some work. Um, but uh, that, that's kind of all I want to touch on with Monster Hunter World. I'll play more of it this week and hopefully get a better sense of the story and um, like the crafting stuff, which also staring at some of these menus for crafting and doing all that. Whew, it looks it looks like a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> again, I was medicated and staring at these. Not medicated, but I I was. Hey. Uh, yeah, I was medicated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was staring at these menus while not completely in my right mind and going, "Yep, mm-hmm, yeah." Uh, in the tutorial, yep, I got it. <laughs> like, 
because you could just like exit the tutorial and it's like, yeah, uh huh, I sure I'll figure it out later. Right. Uh, I just want to kill some monsters. Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess moving on to more monsters, uh, <laughs> I played some Tesla versus Lovecraft, which. Uh, if you don't know, this game is developed by the same team that did Crimson Land, and they also did Neon Chrome and um, that weird Jige game or whatever, J-Y-D-G-E. I, they're definitely going for a Judge Dredd thing, <laughs> but <laughs> and like even the character looks like Dredd, and um, it, it's a dumb name. I don't like it. I wish they would have just called it something else <laughs> like literally anything else yeah <laughs> like anything other than jidge <laughs> like and uh yeah it's the same font and everything it's so dumb but uh they released a game this week on games day friday um and that is tesla versus lovecraft so the setup for this um is you are playing as tesla and tesla like the game starts out with tesla showing off his uh, like his inventions with electricity and talking about like, we will have unlimited power and all that. It's, it's got some dumb, um, not terrible, but some pretty dumb dialogue. Excuse me. Um, and, uh, like Lovecraft comes out of the crowd and he's like, you don't know what you're messing with. He's like such a goth kid. <laughs> like it sounds like, and he's like, you don't know what you're messing with here. Uh, like the forces at stake are, are more powerful than you understand. And he's like, well, F off, Lovecraft. And then all of a sudden, he, like, leaves the place. And then there's, like, Lovecraftian uh, demons, like, scouring the, sc- the streets and everything. And then you just start shooting them. And it turns into a twin-stick shooter. And it's pretty rad. Like, uh, you work your way up to, like, getting a backpack that will let you teleport. Um, you get, a uh, like, a bunch of abilities and a bunch of guns. Um, and, like, the way that they set it up is... Like, really good for a twin-stick shooter. I'm, Mm. like, I haven't been super into twin-stick shooters in a while. Um, I can't even remember the last one uh, that I really got into. Um, I mean, Next Machina was pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. It's, uh, as Dave kind of has said before, it's it's a little sensory overload uh, Ah. for, like, yeah, it's a little crazy and it's a little bit hard to discern what's going on. But like with this game, it, it has such a like simplified art style. It's so much different than like Neon Chrome and, and Jidge. Um, <laughs> like it, it doesn't try to go for this. Um, like those those games have kind of a cyberpunk feel. Um, and they, I don't know, they feel like they're trying to look a little bit more more realistic. Whereas this is like cartoony. Right. Um, which I think fits like it, it works really well. Um, but throughout like a, a level, cause it, it's broke up into, into levels and, uh, like you're, tr- you're kind of going across the, um, uh, the map of, I can't remember where it, I remember that there's a bunch of like things that say Arkham cemetery and stuff like that. Um, but you go across this map and switch planes and everything. Like you switch planes of existence, um, or something like that. And like, I'm assuming as you keep going, uh, like the demons will become like more and more, uh, just Lovecraftian, I guess. Cause like right now it's just like basically zombie fishmen walking after you. Right. Which is uh, whatever. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that is a Lovecraft, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, zombie fishmen. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. They are the uh, Innsmouth uh, residents, aren't they? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know Lovecraft that well. I don't. Know. Um, I this was actually the first time that I realized what Lovecraft was. I thought Lovecraft was a just kind of an idea. I didn't realize <laughs> this might. Yeah, this might make me sound uh, super super millennial. It's a concept. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, Lovecraft is like this is what Lovecraft is, but I didn't realize until this week i was like oh lovecraft was like a poet or like uh, wrote well, short stories yeah a massively racist like, one at that yeah and i was like oh i'm an idiot <laughs> why did i not realize <laughs> that like the it's based on like what he did um anyway uh like again this this is like broke up into into levels and like throughout the levels you you actually uh level up and kind of gain uh skills 
Mm. And it's set up to where like every every level you you reset back to zero. Uh it's basically a MOBA, you know, like whatever. Uh these MOBAs are getting out of control now. <laughs> um but you reset back to zero and then uh like you have to get the perks again and everything. And that that might sound like laborious or like tedious or whatever, but it it works out pretty well. Like yeah. I think that there's a nice ramp up to like the end of the level. Um, you also, this is not a spoiler. Like this is within literally four levels. Um, you get a mech, which from my understanding, you like, you start out the level in the mech. And then as time goes on, it kind of uh, like degenerates and then it'll destroy. And then you're on, you're on uh, your feet again. And then as the level goes on, you pick up the mech pieces, and once you have all the mech pieces, you you spawn back into the mech. Um, and it feels really good. Like, the music changes whenever you get into the mech. Uh, mm. Like, they do some really good things to make it feel uh, good. And also, um, I've never really favored a mouse and keyboard over a controller for twin-stick shooters, but for some reason, I am, I'm liking this one a lot more using mouse and keyboard, which, like, I feel like makes sense. Um, but there are like those games where like, like geometry wars will always feel better with a controller, like for me anyway, but, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool so far. Uh, and then lastly, I played some dragon ball fighters, um, which has been an interesting experience on the PC. Let me tell you, um, I don't know what the current steam rating for dragon ball fighters is. But it has not been the greatest experience on PC. Uh, really? Which is, it is unfortunate. I was really looking forward to this and I was like, okay, it's got very positive. Uh, fine. That, I'm amazed because it seemed like the community was just really not liking it. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, or the, the um, PC crowd wasn't <laughs> liking it that much. Um, I mean, 80% of about 2000 reviews are, have been pro- positive. So, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, but the problems with it, uh, I will let you listeners know that going into this game, do not expect your, uh, fight stick to work because mine, mine didn't. And it seems like a lot of people are having trouble with getting their fight stick to work, but it seems like weirdly enough, it seems like they favor the older fight sticks over the new ones, which, I mean, whatever. Maybe they're just like, hey, these are the old faithfuls. These are the ones that are going to work and not your new ones or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Um, But, like, it's... You can get around that problem. It's not uh, the most, uh, like, effortless (laughs) uh, solution, but you can can definitely download uh, Joy2Key and bind all of your... um, all of your buttons and stuff on the stick to the key uh, strokes and everything, which, again, it's not the best fix, but, I mean, it works. Right. So, um, and then, like, once you get into the game, uh, like, I don't know, I had problems with, with, like, sound. The sound cuts out a lot for me, which is strange. I've never had that happen like in any games really and and oh also Monster Hunter World on the regular PlayStation has a lot of uh sound bugs. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with sound this week, but <laughs> um like even even Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Fighters um I was having some weird sound stuff. Um but the actual fighting I like question mark i think it's all right <laughs> like uh, i don't i don't know yet it seems fine it's it's very different from arxis uh they're they're um like normal not normal but they're like previous stuff it seems very um focused on being very accessible which is fine like that's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with with trying to be access- accessible i was praising um Tekken 7 just last week for being very accessible. Nothing wrong with that. But whenever it feels like we're all just doing kamehameha's or whatever, back and forth, back and forth, it gets a little crazy. It's like, okay, okay, like, 
can something change up? Like it, we're just like furiously, furiously, uh, furiously punching each other a thousand times, launching each other in the air, and then like doing the same thing over and over. Um, yeah, I like playing this this game strategically just doesn't seem like an option just because uh-huh. it's so hectic. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It looks great. <laughs> like, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. And that might just be the thing that gets me gets me through it. But I can't really see like coming back to this a year from now or anything like going, yeah, I'm going to play that and like get good at that because it just it doesn't feel like that kind of game. It doesn't right. feel like the kind of game that you go, OK, I want to get good at this. Um, it just feels like, oh, yeah, this is like really cool because it's Dragon Ball Fighters like. It looks amazing. Uh, I don't know if you read the the Polygon or the uh, Kotaku article about them dropping the the settings all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks like it, it. Like I was watching the video of it, and I was like, "This looks like a Game Boy Advance game." And then, like in the article, they're like, "Yeah, it, uh, it looks like a Game Boy Advance game." I was like, "Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> it really super does." Um, I was like, "This is awesome." And I showed my girlfriend, and she's like, uh, "It looks like a DS game." I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but playing it's been good. Like, it, it's been fine. Like, I, again, it just doesn't feel like a game that I would want to get good at. Maybe it's because of all the, the hassle I've had with, like, trying to get my fight stick connected. Um, and, like, playing it with the controller feels fine also. Like, I think it's, again, I think it's kind of meant to be played with a controller. Mm. Uh, because it's it's just not as strategic as something like... Um, like Street Fighter or even like even though uh Injustice and all of them are are not really super in depth, uh Injustice is more accessible than Street Fighter and even that I would rather play with a fight stick. But um looking at this list, it looks like you played some Injustice. Yeah, speaking of games that look really, really good in our fighting games. Uh, yeah. I finally picked up Injustice too. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Tell me tell me what you think about Injustice. I think very highly of it. Um, yeah. Not like, I'm not going to say Injustice was ever going to be my favorite fighting franchise. Uh, yeah. There, I have major issues with just the pace of it and all that, but mm-hmm. I love the story. I mean, if it has a ridiculous amount of single player content, which is my thing, I oh, don't yeah. go online with these games. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to watch my Batman character get bounced around for 20 seconds <laughs> at a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, did you play I, through the story? Yeah, that was the first thing I did. Played yeah. through the story, and I really, really liked it. <laughs> it was good, dude. I love that story, and like, mm-hmm. it's so ah, uh, like, it's I don't know. Maybe it's just me having a low standard for like, like I don't know. I, I'm pretty good at at uh, like just kind of accepting what's going on 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 screen like i can suspend disbelief pretty well yeah same here like that game or yeah that game like the acting and stuff i feel like is just superb like for especially for a fighting game like i i went back and played through mortal kombat x and was uh i don't know it it was fine and then coming to this like it's just it's so good yeah and i i think like the facial capture and all that like really adds to it because it just God, those characters look so good. I would say they're almost as close to photorealistic as I've ever seen a character's face look. Oh yeah, like it's we're getting to the the real like uncanny valley kind of stuff, like actual uncanny valley where it's like these are just those aren't those aren't people, but they look that looks so real. Like that <laughs> looks, uh, um, but yeah, like I I, I don't know how. Um, well, you said you're not too serious into fighting games to begin with, right? No, Mortal Kombat is pretty much the one I follow, like a uh, little puppy dog. I love yeah. Mortal Kombat, but I'm not a competitive player. I don't spend time in the lab, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, I mean, Injustice 2 was the first one that really got me to be like, I want to get good at this. Um, and yeah, I, I I really enjoyed Injustice 2. It uh have you done any of the multiverse stuff like is that i'm going through ladders with each character kind of playing each one seeing how their endings are how they Mm -hmm. play etc i'm last one i just finished was the jokers and i really like the joker in this one Mm -hmm. 
even if I hate his look. <laughs> yeah, he looks very hot topicy. Right, but he um, has the coolest stage in the game, so I'll give him that. Yeah, he does have a pretty cool stage, and like that part that that is the most like shoehorny part in in the entire game. Right. Shoehorny, uh, the most. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about being shoehorny. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, that part just kind of doesn't make sense because it's, like, that part and I think maybe even Blue Beetle is just, like, it's like, oh, here's the Joker for a stage. Okay, and that's it. <laughs> like, right. Uh, all right. Whatever, I guess. Like, cool. Like, I'm not 100% up on my DC lore. Like, okay, so the Joker is technically just, um, oh, God, Scarecrow then. So you're technically fighting Scarecrow with a different skin and different yeah. moveset. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so that's weird to think about. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah. But um, man, I love Scarecrow in this game, mostly yeah, because... Scarecrow's uh, really cool. I mean, like he's a- voiced by Robert Englund, who's my favorite horror actor. And mm-hmm. there's one little Easter egg in there. Uh, if you went around with... Uh, um, God damn it. <laughs> Scarecrow? Yeah, went around with Scarecrow, He'll every, every once in a while he'll say, Now I'm playing with power. Mm-hmm. Which is a line from Freddy's Dead. And he just happened to say that the very first time I fought him. And That's I was, really good. I had to pause the game. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that you, made me so happy. So uh, is Joker your your favorite? So far? No, like, no. To play um, us, who's your favorite? Uh, so far, I'm really like uh, Batman himself. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, except he's... The only thing with Batman, though, is that I... For some reason, I can't seem to get his slide kick out with mm-hmm. any sort of regularity. I yeah. don't know why. That's it a like, isn't that like it's like a down back. Uh, it's just back X, forward, but back for some forward. reason okay. it doesn't uh, connect or register. My controller is getting old, so that yeah. might be part of it. Um, uh, and I really on, like. What are you playing on? Uh, PS4. Okay. Yeah. And it's doing that thing that PlayStation controllers do where you get the phantom clicks and all that. And so it's kind of... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> have to replace it. Speaking of, of phantom clicks, this is a weird one. A uh, little off topic. But my girlfriend, uh, I bought her a 2DS a few years... Not even a few years back. It's been maybe a year. But her screen now... Like, there's one part of the screen that is always depressed. Like, it's always... It's so sad. No. Oh, poor thing. It's always... <laughs> It's always registering that somebody's tapping it, uh-huh. so she can't play anything. Like nothing oh, wow. on, like she can't play any like 3DS games or anything. Um, luckily, she has a, a regular DS that she can play just normal DS games on. But uh-huh. in, like, um, she really likes Animal Crossing New Leaf, and she just she can't play it now because that it always sucky. registers that she's tapping the bottom screen, which is a downer. But yeah. Um, I mean, that's the touchscreens still eventually fail on you, but... Yeah, it, it was so fast, though, like, because I... I don't know. She maybe doesn't take care of it very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, back on Injustice. Um, yeah, I really liked playing Robin, as I've said a bunch. Uh, Robin was my favorite. Just, I like being a fast character. Um, uh-huh. And also, like, I got really good at juggling with him, which I think this game does a really good job with uh, juggling. Yeah, it's really uh, mash friendly in a yes, weird way. Yes, it, yeah. it is. <laughs> and um, um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, back on like the flow of injustice. I get where you're coming from. Whenever I first uh, played the first injustice, I really found myself not liking the the health system of like it's not rounds. It's based on whoever gets down first or whatever. Oh, I actually like that, but yeah. You do? Okay. Mm. I didn't like it because, especially um, trying to beat um, Brainiac in the the multiverse, because, like, you know, you go in there to, to see the endings and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pick my best character. I pick Robin. And then I go in there, and I'm like, I want to beat Brainiac on, it's the one below, like, the top difficulty or whatever. Yeah, I think the it's advanced. Like master uh, or something. Yeah. So... Like, I, I had beat him on hard. I was like, okay. Okay, I want to beat him on the next one. I want to get that trophy, whatever. Like, here's my problem with that health system. It has to do with this. Because once he gets me down below, like, my first health bar, mm-hmm. and he's still halfway on his first health bar, like, 
that's where I feel like that system is just kind of effed up because it's like, I have no way of coming back. Like there's no way that I'm going to take down half of his original health and then like his whole entire bar on his next life. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a personal uh, like problem with me. But I think it's I, one of those things with you kind of get used to with uh, um, Nether Realms games is that mm-hmm. sometimes the boss just decides going to win. Oh yeah, no, yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. There are there are attacks that you can't defend uh, right. that Brainiac does. Like the the one where he hits you from the bottom and then like bounces you in the air, then has another tentacle come out and hit you. Oh. Yeah, it is infuriating. Yeah, yeah I I. I actually went online whenever I was trying to do that and was looking up if people were as angry as I was that. Okay. Also, that is the only time I've ever thrown a controller. I was so pissed, (laughs) dude. I was angry. I can, mm, Oh, I hate Brainiac. I hate him. I hate him. But yeah, I looked online and a lot of people were like, no, some of his attacks are just indefensible. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. (laughs) <laughs> they are that, I, I i'll know. still take brainiac over uh shao Kahn from mk9 though mm. holy shit i hate that fight yeah all right um do you want to take a break or just go right into news um let's just go right into it okay let's f it man let's do yeah, it man <laughs> whatever i don't even care my throat's not sore oh if, um, yeah, yeah if you want to take a break man that's cool. <laughs> no I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm joking um okay so the first thing that we have here is anthem is delayed um so this in itself is maybe not the most surprising bit of news this week. Um, but the reporting from Jason Schreier is what I actually found the most interesting. Yeah. Um, but the core story is um, the game has been delayed from fall 2018 to early 2019, which uh, whatever is to be expected. Uh, there's a lot of weight on EA's shoulders to make sure that this game like comes out right and does not, stir up the entire games industry again, uh, like their fall release this year and like other releases like uh, mass effect. It came out so terribly. It was awful need for speed, which I didn't even realize released last year. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It was the last one, the last need for speed with the FMV. I, I didn't realize that ever came out. I thought that got canceled. Um, but anyway, this need for speed came out, seemed like everybody, like nobody really attached to it. Nobody really liked it, whatever. And then Battlefront 2 uh, literally brought the government into <laughs> into play. Um, but so uh, Bioware developing Anthem uh, has pushed back um, Anthem. They have said that like they're they're really making sure that this one does not fail. Uh, they they want to make sure that it's uh, comes out right. And Jason Schreier's uh, reporting kind of goes into this like. He was talking to, it seemed like a few different employees and also like some of this reporting is uh, based on some conversations he had in the past with uh, some Bioware developers. But um, he says that the, the, the people that he had interviewed kind of described uh, the feeling of working on Anthem right now as just, it, it's both optimistic and anxious and like they're optimistic because like they really want to make something good. They really want to make something that everybody will like. And it seems like a lot of people are excited for Anthem. Um, but they're also, also really anxious just because of the weight that's on their shoulders. And like, that sucks. Um, like, I don't know. I, I guess there's always probably that weight on developer shoulders. Like, I hope this doesn't suck because we've been working on this for years now. Uh, and like in this story, it says that Anthem has been in development for since 2012 um, yeah, and uh, like it has changed uh, studio heads, um, to, well, like two times now, I guess, because uh, Casey Hudson was originally on it, then Casey Hudson left, and then um, uh, sorry, I can't remember who was on it then, but whenever Casey Hudson left, uh, somebody else took took the reins, and then now Casey Hudson came back uh, in twenty fourteen. Uh, no, 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 not 2014, but it's now back on, on the lead. Um, but yeah, like Anthem, it has had a spotty history so far. And like, it, it's really, again, like I I feel bad for those developers that are working on it right now just to 
like feel so um like I don't, I don't know just just have that weight again i guess you probably always have that as a game developer right whatever um yeah I, I don't know like are you excited for anthem i'm kind of in the same way i was excited for destiny where it's mostly curiosity mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know what to expect from it really so but i'm hoping it succeeds because bioware is one of my favorite developers and i'd really hate to soon go down like this yeah and i don't know me and me and dave talked about this before um we're not the biggest Bioware fans. Like I <laughs> personally have never really been attached to a Bioware game. Like um, I, I've tried so many, I've tried Dragon Age origins. I've tried Inquisition. I tried, I've tried Mass Effect. I just can't get into them. Um, I recently bought uh, Knights of the Old Republic and I was going to try that one out, but I just haven't really got to it. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I really want to see them make something, like, unique and interesting here. But whenever, like, in this report, like, they're talking about how, um, like, they're working on Frostbite. And, mm. like, they have had troubles with Fro- Frostbite in the past. Like, every game that has come out on Frostbite for them, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition and Andromeda, has just not really been up to snuff with their, their previous work. Um and like they 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 talk about that, um, just it's not built to make an RPG really. Like uh, Frostbite was meant to to be like a, the engine for uh, ah, for Battlefield, right? Um, and like I can imagine that it's probably difficult to adapt an engine that is meant for a first person shooter to a third person role playing game that is supposed to be focused on story and like hundreds of hours of gameplay like making that transition is probably difficult um and like i I don't know i i understand why ea wants them to use frostbite like i'm sure it was super expensive to develop frostbite and like they're like okay well everybody needs to use this because whatever sports games feel better on frostbite i guess um (laughs) yeah I, i don't know um but and like in the in the article it talks about how um there was rumors like how the game wasn't doing well in 2014 uh, through about 2015 but now they're they're feeling pretty comfortable like they uh in the article it talks about how um he had asked them if it was a um i don't know if, if it was like working on a pile of shit basically or if it was just hard to if like it was just normal game development where it's just hard, like game development, it's not easy. And um, they kind of said like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not a flaming pile of shit anymore. It's, it's just a hard game to work on because um, like we're a little stressed out. Um, But he also ends the story with um, like how Bioware employees, employees were talking about uh, like, don't worry about EA. Like they're not, they're not the the like Disney villains villains that you guys think. Like they're, yes, they are focused on money first, but they're not, like, just these maniacal people that are that want the game to be bad or whatever. Right. Um, which I thought was interesting, uh, because, um, it sounded like they were worried about how like famous YouTubers are per- portraying EA right now, and it's. Like, even, like, I can admit that I was feeling like EA was just this bad conglomerate at this point. Like, they just, they don't look good (laughs) right now. And you really, I don't know, I tend to just think, oh, yeah, EA, F F them. Like, they are bad people. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was interesting to to hear that the Bioware developers are kind of just saying i don't know they're it sounds like they're just trying to protect ea and say no they're not as bad as you think um but yeah it's an interesting article i i definitely uh suggest going to check that one out um it's kind of a longer article but it's definitely worth the read yeah Um, it's it should only take like eye opening yeah 
Um, okay, next on the docket, we have Overwatch League Pro Profit flips off live camera and was fined one thousand dollars it's not much of a profit is it Uh, (laughs) seriously um this is so dumb i'm tired of this overwatch stuff like is the community to overwatch really that toxic um i've heard that in the main game modes it is but i only play random heroes so i don't really see much of it (laughs) okay i like with my time with overwatch it didn't seem like like I don't know. There just wasn't. It, it didn't feel like there was an influence to be toxic. Like there, there was nothing that really pushed me to like. For me personally, like I never really got angry at other players, or never really felt like, oh, play your role or whatever. Because I suck too. You know, right? Like, sometimes I'm not the best player. Whatever. Um, but this Overwatch League news is <laughs> Overwatch League news of the week is going to start. <laughs> that's our new. Our new section. Um, Overwatch Watch. Yes. Uh, I also found out that Overwatch League, uh, the acronym is OWL, which I was like, okay, that's that's pretty good. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but so the story is uh, this prophet. Um, yes, I'm looking at this picture. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this young boy, this young uh, Overwatch player from the... Uh, I can't find the team name. It's like the Lung- London Spitfire, if I remember right. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. Yes, London Spitfire. Uh, he was on a Overwatch League stream. Uh, they were he was subbing in in the second game uh, for one uh, one other dude. <laughs> uh, I don't remember his name, but he was subbing in f- for the second game and. They were going through routine audio checks, uh, or this is the story that we were given. Uh, they were going through routine audio checks uh, where he is kind of talking back to the the um, the other players and coaches in the dugout and making sure that his audio is fine and um, did not realize that the camera was on him or on his face cam, uh, which the players and coaches in the dugout, they see each player's face cam at all times. So... He knew that they could see him. He did not know that the that the stream could see him. So what happened was, I guess they were just like joking back and forth or whatever uh, through his headset, and he flips off the camera because he knows that the team can see him. But I guess he didn't understand that his face cam was the one on the stream. So what had happened was he flipped off uh, approximately, it looked like, um, about... 100,000 viewers or so, mm-hmm. um, which, great job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he's so dumb. Like, why do we have to... God, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, like, it's getting ridiculous. Like, yeah. why, why do gamers insist on following basic rules of social, like 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 why can you not be a good wholesome person or like again i'm sure like this i i shouldn't uh like i shouldn't say that they're all guilty by association like they i'm I'm sure that a lot of them are are genuinely good guys and they're looking at this going oh my gosh like really like why can we not just be smart about this and why like this is why we have such a, a bad uh rap but okay, so he's being fined a thousand dollars for obscene gestures on camera, uh, and like the Overwatch, Overwatch League came out. I think it's, this is the Overwatch League, uh, but they came out and said uh, like it was viewed by thousands, uh, many of them children. Highly, it was highly offensive and rude. Uh, he needs to be held accountable. Once on stage, you must be in a professional mindset and respectful, which is true. Like yeah. you're on stage, like you're you're literally on a pedestal. Don't act like an idiot. Like what what's so hard about that? You are you're old enough to make a lot of money doing this. Uh, you should be mature enough to know not to do stupid things. Like like really. Um, right, I mean, like, every once in a while, something like this is going to happen, but it's it's playing like almost every single week. It's been lately. two weeks in the running now. Yeah, like seriously, uh, this is a joke. Like, 
first we get a dude talking about homophobic, like giving out or throwing out homophobic slurs. Now we get somebody flipping off an entire audience. Right. Like whether or not it was purposefully, ah, purposefully done or not, you shouldn't be doing that on stage. Like, I'm sorry, but whenever, like, I, I'm sure if Tom Brady on the sidelines, uh, flipped off some fan and it wasn't seen on camera, he would still be in some pretty big trouble. And then that would be heard about. Like there's a reason why that doesn't happen. And that's because they like a lot of those professional athletes uh, in like actual, like physical sports world understand that they can't do that. Like this, this standard has been set. Um, Like, does it get broken? Yes. But is it every week? No. Well, Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't keep up with sports. So possibly, but I definitely don't hear about professional athletes uh, in in the MLB or NBA, NFL. I don't hear about them like being asses <laughs> like every week. It just right. be a better person. And like, I understand maybe it was not, again, maybe it wasn't. Uh, intentional for it to go out on stream but still you are a professional athlete you need to be held held to higher standards like people again thousands of people are watching you and uh, it's dumb it's dumb it's dumb once more it is done they're dumb (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you came so close (laughs) Dayquil coming after me right now (laughs) um it's dumb, like really, and it is done. Like we're done with this. I, 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 uh, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. I am disgusted. Um, yeah. So also uh, another thing that happened. I we were talking about this before the show. Uh, I wouldn't usually throw this into news uh, if it weren't one of the if it weren't the biggest uh, release day of this month. Uh, PSN was down for most of Friday, and also. Uh, down for some of Sunday, um, which like you can't really have that <laughs> whenever you have two marquee releases uh, on Friday where people will be coming home for the weekend and trying to play their new games and not being able to like uh, you could get away with with uh, both of them like you could get away with playing them offline, but I mean, for most people, Monster Hunter is a very social game. Like, it's a social game. Like, you team up, hunt some monsters, whatever. Um, and then uh, Dragon Ball Fighters also, like, the stuff that matters in that game is playing online. Like, yeah, you can do your arcade mode or whatever, but you still should probably connect to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, at, like, to do some stuff, like... Even to just be on leaderboards and stuff. But um, it seems like those games were still playable. But it has been really shoddy throughout the weekend. Um, It looks like it was down for most of Friday. Uh, They were getting some outages on uh, Saturday. And then for the, the morning of Sunday, it was just not up. And... Yeah. Uh, Like I said, it's not really a big news story. Um, It just... Like, Friday, I was getting flashbacks to, what, like, 2013 or whatever? Whenever uh-huh. it was out for... How long was it out? It was, like, oh a Oh, God, month. it was almost... Yeah. Jeez. Uh, it, it seemed... I remember at the time, it seemed like it was out forever. But it, it was, like, out for a month. Which is still a long time to have an internet service not be functional. Um, right. And wasn't yeah. that around holidays, too? Or yes, it was around the release of Mortal Kombat 9, I want to say. Oh, wow, um, yeah. Um, Wait, that would have been 2013 then. Would have been. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe it was, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting them all confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like it, it was in uh, 2011. Actually, it okay, was shut down. Yeah. It was shut down for 23 days. Um, just a little fact check. But like I said, this it's not the biggest news. Um, but if you listen to this podcast and you play a PlayStation, uh, and you were wondering why. You couldn't get connected to the internet. That's probably why. Um, right. It's, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, um, luckily, I had picked up Monster Hunter World uh, towards the end of the day on Friday. And um, 
I was able to get in online and it was fine. Yeah, somehow I managed to completely miss every bit of outage. Every time <laughs> I pop on, it was working perfectly. <laughs> Great. Well, they they also said like for some users, it was still up. Uh, it oh, just okay, depends on it. what server you're pinging. Um, but uh, that's going to do it for news this week. Let's go into small news. Ooh, the smallest. And I mean, Paragon, uh, Epic's MOBA, their third third uh, person action MOBA, shut down. I thought it was a pretty good MOBA, but it's it's getting shut down. I've never heard of it. The good MOBA? I, I don't understand the. <laughs> it was all right. Um, all right. Uh, retailers are taking drastic measures in order to ensure gamers are getting high end graphics cards. Um, they're doing stuff like making you go talk to a manager and say, "Hey." Psst, I'm building a computer, a gaming computer, I promise. And then you get like a sweet discount, apparently. Yeah, um, no Bitcoin mining and you get cheaper cards. That's that's where we're at in 2018 already. Oh, <laughs> um, EVE Online hosted a giant battle, what was referred to as the million dollar battle, uh, but failed to uh, pick up any steam because the, sher- the servers uh, shut down and the battle actually ended up costing about $4,000 more like a zero dollar battle that's what i'm talking yeah. about baby um all right uh that's gonna do it for this week's podcast um coming up next week though uh at the time of this recording or at the time of posting this i will have had an interview with uh one ian dallas of uh what remains of edith finch or um giant sparrow more like it he was the creator was he is the creative director <laughs> of uh what remains of edith finch he also worked on uh unfinished swan and yeah i'll be doing an interview with him and again i don't think it'll be on this week's episode but if it is um i'll probably edit in some kind of clever transition clever transitions yeah clever transitions that's what that's what i'm about i did some i did some work on last week's episode to try to get the cosmo d interview to sound half decent um i don't know if you heard that but um also if you didn't check out that interview uh you definitely should i might put it up separate on the the website just so if anybody that doesn't actually want to listen to the podcast wants to hear it um they definitely can um it was it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed uh talking to greg or Cosmo D. Um, and yeah, I, I suggest going to listen to that. It went a lot better than expected. I was very nervous going in, <laughs> being like my first interview with an actual developer. Right. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this week, January 30th, 2018. That's going to do it for the KaidoCast. That's going to do it for me and Rob. Uh, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, um, I just was stopping by to say uh, interviews are going up next week, so you can uh, you can wait until then and uh, listen to it then. Uh, went pretty well though, so you should uh, stop by. But um, until then, have a great week.